0: grand scheme of having to ride some (laughs) shit out yeah i feel pretty good about my neighborhood being pretty insulated from any bullshit like sort of nuclear
1: yeah but But you know what i mean with all those mountains around you and everything i mean if shit really hit the fan you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere and it's better than like being out in the middle of nowhere kansas or nebraska right so i mean you do are i mean matt's dead Immediately. Yeah, oh, is a she, nuclear it's a attack.
2: I mean, I'll see that mushroom cloud. And I mean, I mean, I'll I be mean like, Russia
1: will hit Seattle first. That's the closest. It,
2: it, it would be such state, a huh? huge, it would be such an awesome, like effective, <laughs> like piece of power display to just nuke. Like you would, the way that would look in the photos around the, world. like, yeah, it's worth doing if you're Russia, to be honest, it's worth the pictures that you would get the power displayed in Blasting a space yeah. needle, vaporizing a space needle. That's, that's, you can't, I mean, that, the they, mutual they won't share be able dist- to resist doing it. The mutual shared
1: destruction thing though, if Russia just destroys Seattle, like not even the whole state, just Seattle is gone. We don't launch a nuclear weapon and just
2: Probably make it, not. it Well, I don't, I mean, I don't go, know, this is
1: awful, but we, we got to find peace. I mean, did they, like if they blew up the worst state, what's the worst state? that nobody will miss. Indiana. I'll Indiana. <laughs> say maybe Nebraska. Like I North, across yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska. Not many people are there either. All you right. know what I mean? Like, like that, you know, well, I don't, I, we, don't, we don't want anybody dead, but <laughs> what about no, like
0: we want to get rid of the Indiana people. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what about like Rhode Island? People Rhode group, island? You mean. Nobody even cares about Rhode Island. I know. Is it Too even close to other stuff? Or, yeah. Yeah. But whatever. So I want to ask though, when Seattle gets nuked,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yes,
3: not if, but not when. No, there ain't no if. No. What, Matt? What do you want us to say to you?
2: What you like? What do like you want Matt, to, how Matt do you want us to approach us?
3: the situation? Yeah, Matt calls us a Zoom As call. He's dying. He goes emergency Zoom call. <laughs> Matt goes emergency Zoom call. I'll be
2: and like, God, I guess you heard he... the news. I'll say,
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got guess. hours before the radiation <laughs> poison takes me fully away. But for now, I'm okay. It'll be the way that call goes.
3: That's it, huh? Something like that.
1: Yes, I know we're trying to, uh, you know, prepare and all this stuff. But Matt's calling me. Hold on one second. Yeah. Hey Matt.
2: <laughs> hey Matt.
1: Hey Matt. What are you doing?
2: Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, I'll say, I'll say, guys, it's been a privilege. You know, it'll be that Zoom. Yeah. I'll, I want you to release it. That. I'll record it. And, I'll Ooh, try and hopefully, yeah, it'll I'll, be a
3: podcast.
2: Yeah, I mean, but if I obviously the EMP will have destroyed, of course, (laughs) the electromagnetic pulse from the blast would have, of course, destroyed my communication devices. But in theory, it would be nice to be able to look at you guys. Say it's been, you know, it's been like it's been. Basically, I want to be. It's been an honor and a privilege, and it's like the playing on the deck of the Titanic. You know, I think I'd be up for the moment. (laughs) Matt
1: Matt goes. I I never had a a brother by blood. I got to choose my
3: brothers, (laughs) and I mean, Devon is crying
1: now. Here's the worst part you hadn't even thought of, Matt. Matt videotapes himself being obliterated, and I watch it. Of course, if you if you uh, zoom us in, we'll watch you be nuked. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, maybe maybe we see the cloud or whatever. How long till? I mean, life has to go on. How long till? I called Joey, trying to. <laughs>
2: yeah, you just have
1: to. I mean, life has to
2: go on. That's <laughs> been crazy. I
1: can't do this by myself. <laughs> nuclear um, war bring like bring us back together.
2: Something. Yeah, I was, like, tr- I was trying, trying to think about to that. What could life. bring them back together? But yeah, that might that might do it.
1: Man, that'd be hilarious if twenty years from now I was like, and Joey and I are sitting on a porch together. I was like, could you ever have guessed? Who would have ever guessed Matt being destroyed in a nuclear bomb going off? Brought us back together.
2: <laughs> uh, Daniel's in the uh, waiting room. All right. This is awesome. Daniel and I were talking on the phone,
1: and he told me a hilarious, I mean, this is like the I'll just, the first thing he said someone, he texted me, he said, you got time to talk. He said, I need to know if something I did is unbelievably petty. Is, it, is this the mo- is, it, is this good that i did this or is it super petty and uh i knew he'd been you know going through his divorce and all stuff and for the folks at home the daniel's an old friend like first time we met him it was a matt and toby show in his living room It was packed in orlando and we just love the dude ever since and he's helped some, hel- helped us make some records do vinyl and he works for espn he's a he's a on the uh he's very he still
2: on the same show fantasy, yeah, yeah. It, it, he's show. very big
1: in the fantasy world for ESPN. I mean, he, he's still on, on the Matthew and Yeah. Yep. And yep. Uh, I think it's called the... We'll ask him. I can't okay. remember. I'm going to let him in. Bring, yeah, bring Daniel on.
3: There he is. There he is. What's up, What's guys? What's up,
4: It All, All right.
2: Dopp, it just, put, it just pumped in my mind just now when I saw you that you are... The first person, you are the person that that advised the very beginning of the Bad Christian podcast. I totally forgot that until just this moment. The first person I ever talked to about doing a podcast was you, oh, because that's... you were already doing them at ESPN. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, well, what mics, do, am I going to, like the conversation I've had off thousand billion times since my first one of that was with you. It was like, so what what mics do I use? And does it matter if I do this or that? And how is it like, how do you do the thing? And what is the host? All those questions that I always get from that moment forward. You were the one that I had that, that convo with. Do you remember that?
5: How crazy is that? Like in all honesty, you're so much smarter than I am, by the way, you are way better at answering that question than I am. Uh, But I feel like we talked about that I mean, was that you guys back at, at the house show that we did in Orlando? That's where it originally started, the one That's that Lunsford? That's where
2: podcasting came from, was because yeah. it was like living room shows and trying to get real conversation, and do we were doing a lot of dialogue and stuff. like That whole thing kind of grew, and then Joey started coming with us, and it was like podcasting just really came out of that.
5: Yeah, yeah. Lunsford was supposed to be at that show, but he
2: skipped it for some reason. I don't know. Aaron, why weren't you there? Do you remember that? I, I don't remember. I, don't,
0: I don't, Yeah, I don't know what that would have been.
2: That was when yeah, you were playing drums and Matt and Toby living room shows. Yeah, but uh, why didn't I? I don't that? remember why you weren't at that one. But we didn't have.
3: I yeah, I don't know. I think we well, there there. It was the first one or something. I think it was like. a uh, panic. Okay. I think it was a panic attack. Yeah, it was <laughs> probably <laughs> a panic attack.
2: Oh uh, no! <laughs> <I>, you <laughs> <they> stayed <laughs> there in the car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's <laughs> in the back of the car. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> drinking
4: drinking in the back of the car. <laughs> Sweating. Matt Toby living room shows. It was
5: actually an awesome experience, if I'm being honest, just as like a fan. It was super fun to be able just to chill with you guys and hang out. Uh, like just in those living room shows. Living room shows are just dope.
1: I love watching like living room shows are so cool now. Yeah, you, you had a lot at your house, but I don't understand why more bands don't do it. Like, I mean, you can, it's more intimate, it's less people. So you, yeah. you do charge a little bit more because it's, you know, it's a little bit more intimate and only so many people can get in. So you, it's right. not like you can charge a cheap ticket and a thousand people can come. So it works out good for bands. And then you meet your fans and it's your most fan. They would come to somebody's living room and all that stuff. Some people are freaked out by getting like murdered or something, but you don't get murdered not, it, not, never happened. <laughs> it's not typical no that's
5: not usual
3: i don't no. think most bands actually either like or are not very good at in an acoustic setting I they think. don't like it maybe or something like yeah just, but i mean think about it like august burns red's not gonna do acoustic of course or under oath can but just basically aaron and maybe spencer a little bit you know it, it takes a kind yeah. of a, a particular kind of band to do that i mean like especially whenever Screaming that's, genre or whatever. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Loud house shows are very fun though. I definitely did that's some different. of those yeah. in totally recent different. years, like a basement show. Wow. Those
2: are yeah.
3: Yeah. That's probably fun. Yeah. the best shows. Yeah. Those are fun. I mean, yeah. Those are unbelievable. I have a funny story with Daniel. I think I've said this to you before, but I didn't meet Daniel when you you know Emory first met him. Um, I think it was in the Gap where I was in the, not in the band. So I think it was like what twenty twelve or thirteen or something like that. No, I thought you
1: were talking about the shopping store. Yeah, Devin actually worked <laughs> yeah. at the Gap when he quit. When <laughs> he quit the band, <laughs> there <laughs> was a shirt in size
5: medium I was looking for. Yes. I like, yes. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> when I met <laughs> I like the idea that Devin.
0: I've never heard him say it before. But Devin refers to it as. The gap, the gap. Right. Right?
3: Now there's the official. Thanks I mean, that's dad. like leaving Emory is the like, gap. Well, most people call it that, not just me. You know, it's like when you mm. look at Toby Morrell, Matt void. Carter, yeah. and Josh
2: and Dave, and you think is. there's something, there's a huge yeah. hole here. Yeah,
3: my God, yeah, that was the whole face. Just that void. You know, I don't know the what void. it was, but <laughs> but when so at some I can't remember what year it was, but we we met up with Daniel in New York. And you came out to a bar. I think it was, I think it was an acoustic show, actually. Is that right? Did we play like downstairs in in a basement cafe or something?
5: Yep. And And there were like lights on the ceiling that they had. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That was probably 15 or 16, 2015 or 16 or something like that. And so um, I had just, that was the first time I actually met you. And, but you know, I'm, I'm fairly like, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, everybody's cool with this guy. So he must be really cool. I'm close. We're close. That's kind (laughs) of. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, yeah. Like I just treat people like, oh yeah, well I'm, if they know him, I guess I know him. It's fine, whatever. Yeah, nice. just I just like been the that. same. So mm-hmm. anyway, <clears throat> so we were just chatting and talking and, and all that. And then when we were, you were about to leave, um, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, now let me evaluate this situation. Is this a hug situation?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> or a handshake situation, but everybody like you already hugged. thought you should maybe hug him, but everybody's everybody else is gonna hug. Daniel. Oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Is. everybody's yeah. doing the hand slap, pull you yeah. in. Yeah. Hug, ah, you know. Come here, dog. What's
1: up, man? I'm gonna but miss I, you, man. But
3: I was in the middle of thinking that while this is happening. I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So here comes Toby, yeah. and Matt, and then Dave, and, then, and I'm like, oh but, no, here it goes. And I shook his hand, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I look back on that. And I was like, I should have just done the hug. Done
4: but the at hug. the moment,
3: I was like, I don't know if he feels comfortable hugging me. I do. Dude, but I just didn't I w- know at the time. So.
5: I would have hugged you in a heartbeat. Absolutely. <laughs> I actually don't remember that. I, I All I, I remember do, is it, hugging you. That's so that's
1: amazing. Um, good I good
2: feel- day, sir. Nice encounter. <laughs> nice to meet now, you. see you later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true about Devin, though, because Devin is good friends with Andy who took Devin's place and they yeah. never even toured together or anything I mean it, well I guess well they, before that, did before yeah that. before but I mean you were friends with we Andy before close, yeah. and then yeah I mean but he was That's in the band and not you concept. And,
2: that backfill of trust like if you the, the environment we roll in is one of high trust is one of the secrets to it you know Um right. and so it's like if you drop in there anybody can like reap the benefits of high, a high trust system so it's like you know that yeah. th- you know he's cool you know he's cool and if, if Matt and Toby and Dave is Dave's laughing at him and he's good and they like each other then of course when you slide Devin in there there's not you don't have to make those connections organically it's just but not in.
3: everybody reciprocates that so I, you know what I mean like I have to I have to fill out the situation yeah but Andy did you know what I mean yeah, Andy did. Like yeah.
2: Andy, for <clears throat> sure. I mean, most people do. They just read it that way. But anyway, that's one of the benefits of having a little right. micro culture. Is like you can put people mm-hmm. in it, and they'll they'll adapt to part of the herd. It's really cool.
4: But
3: Daniel's a Daniel adapts really oh well. yeah and quickly. Yeah, You're a good nice. adapter.
5: Yeah, I I appreciate that. That means a lot. I try real hard to. I mean, we're all just people, right? Like this is one of the things I've started. to I've tried really hard as I've gotten older. Every, we're all just oh,
1: people this is deep
2: <laughs> here we go yeah, here we go oh, shit. along the way oh we're all just people go ahead holy shit it. all right all right all right all right
1: but as all right, a, let me let me write let me write this now we are just all.
4: people <laughs> i love you guys shit <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we've seen you across a lot of life stages. That's what makes these kind of conversations fun cuz like what you were that guy coming out of the army, having a house in Orlando, yeah. I don't know, talking to your neighbors or something, like you were in a new phase of life. And then right after that you got hired at ESPN and have had this whole career there. Um you're at the Bad Christian conference and then, you know, I we understand now that you're divorced and like that whole part of your life with that and you know th- that thread thread all the way through and everything. So it's like you yeah. know you've lived it's, a lie it's in the weird how intertwined
1: you. we are because at that house show you i don't even know if you'd asked her to marry you yet but yet. you know you know what i mean like you were getting ready to go up yeah that was going to be an issue with your, your relationship because you were going to have to move up to connecticut and she was in florida and and then she moved and all that stuff i mean we that's how intertwined our our friendship is now like, it's so weird like like total friends i know so much about you <laughs> <laughs> so
5: much so much about me uh but in all honesty it it's one of those things where when you look back at it, you just don't realize how much time has passed and it sort of feels like, and I just feel like I've known you guys for a long time now and I, you don't think about it. I only get to see you guys, you know, for a week, you know, a couple days a year at most, you know, if I'm lucky, I'll come out for a few days if I'm allowed to, but, uh, there is just something when you talk about just this, there is this circle or this camaraderie or this, you know, whatever it is of people that it's sometimes it's, some people you can just slip into and out of this, man, we just mesh and it's cool and we like hanging out and it's easy. And some people can and can't slip into that when it's been eight, nine, 10 months. And some people can. And um, I don't know. That's one of the things you guys are all super easy to hang out with. Like, that's why it's so much fun because you guys are just really just real fun people.
1: I think yeah. that for us, when anybody becomes a, a, a friend, like even going back to talking about Andy, if they so many times in our life being in a band people just take and they don't even realize they're doing it but they they want to be entertained or your little bit of fame or anything like that is that's what's valuable to them more than even like them contributing so like if somebody comes on the bus and then you just have to entertain them it's so exhausting you know what i mean like it just like yeah yeah and so like andy uh you know bass player became our good friend he just brought something a personality and a uh an anger sometimes and a rawness and a vulnerability (laughs) in a way. And you're the same way. That's what I'm saying. Like you'll, you'll, you will hop on the bus and immediately start hanging out, cutting up, doing whatever. And then we'll go into the club and you're selling merch and we're not even asking to do anything. And we're just at, you know, like you just kind of had that. I I, I mean, I think that's really cool. That's what I was telling the the fellas too. Um, And I mean, we can go a little bit, I don't know how much, but you, I got that text from you and it said, uh, I need to know if something I did was petty. (laughs) I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. And, and I knew because, I mean, last time, because I think the last time we saw you was before it was before COVID. Mm-hmm. And then you guys were trying to work some stuff out. But to all of us, what you were saying, we were like, oh, man, this sounds really
2: rough on you. Like,
1: it, yeah, it catch this like, up. You, catch me up. I had yeah, not talked yeah. to
4: you.
5: Yeah. Uh, so um, <clears throat> I ended up officially getting divorced January 26th, 2022. Uh, my ex moved out. September of 2019 so it was all of COVID uh, and a little bit longer a little two and a half almost two and a half years um, of a process we have we have no kids we have no like major assets there's no like big thing it was just one of those um, I realized looking back at it now I was just in a really abusive relationship And being able to understand and see those things that are so obvious and evident to everybody else now and being able to finally recognize them myself is a big part of that. Um, And so, unfortunately, getting divorced through COVID really sucked because the court system just shut down for basically everything that wasn't, like, vital, like, if it was some kind of domestic abuse or child abuse or, or, you know, stuff like that, like that's stuff that the courts needs to be used for, not for two people getting divorced. Like they were like, you guys can wait. So I just got stuck in this really long divorce process with a person that was, um, that was not interested in getting divorced, but also wasn't interested in, in, um, being in a marriage either, which was tough. So, from that standpoint, well,
1: that's so, another. I mean, even I was just gonna stop you. that That is the issue, I think, sometimes with and I, I was gonna ask Lunsford too because Lunsford hasn't been divorced, but it's that other what is it? Annulled, annulled, annulled. Uh, He's got an annulment like you. That's that's why, like us knowing you and then uh, talking to you, we all felt like it's that same thing. It's like you're a person that will bring something to the table or give. And if somebody and and people will take that, like whatever you'll yeah. give them, your time, attention, uh, finances, love, appreciation, forgiveness, uh, they'll take it all. And so when when you're in that relationship, somebody that would just will take that. I'm not even saying, and I know sometimes you know she gave that back to you. I'm sure, but it's it just you just start losing yourself, and you were seeming like a little bit of a different person. And I was like, oh man, this really sucks for you because you're trying to figure out. And I, do you think some of it was like you're, you? christianity or like was there some kind of like keep my marriage you know what i mean like did you feel like if it would be a failure if you if you got divorced
2: is this for me or is this for aaron Either one. <laughs> <laughs> no but you remember those conversations you'd have with people and you were kind of cluing into it before where people are saying but this doesn't make sense daniel like People were, you know, those yeah, conversations like, where you're you like, yeah, to but I it know, but it's the right just thing this and it's just that kind of, that kind yeah. of talk. Do you remember that dissonance and feeling that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, I definitely
5: remember. So yes, Toby, I wanted to save that part of it was me growing up within, within the, the evangelical structure that I grew up in. Like divorce just wasn't a thing. You always right. tried to find a way to be able to work it out, Um, you know? And as I've grown and all those things, as everybody has, like I've just grown in certain thoughts and processes. And I just the idea of being miserable for the rest of my life and being with someone that wasn't like, I just can't imagine that that's the right thing for me to do. How is that the best use of the life that I've been like gifted on this planet? It just it doesn't make sense. And it's, you know, you make a mistake and or you realize that that was the wrong thing. But that doesn't mean that for the rest of your life you need to be paying for it. So, um it took a long time for me to be able to get to that point as somebody that came out of the church you know, or, or came from the church um, because like divorce just wasn't a thing that you do. And so it was just like time after time after time. And my mom is very much she's got a servant's heart more than anything. And I, I love her for that. But I watch her get taken advantage of sometimes by people. That's really frustrating because I can tell how much she just she loves to give. That's her love language. And it, like it yeah. makes her feel good. But there are people that also see that and it's like, man, I just watch them take advantage of that. And so I can now identify all those things that I didn't see in my own relationship with her before in a way that I didn't while I was in it. A lot of the gaslighting and and wanting to give some of the benefit of the doubt. And it's like, no, they're promising me it can't be this, but it's like so obvious that it is. But like, like literally, it's like logically the things that I, I'm saying to you, it doesn't make sense for you for what you're telling me to be the truth, but okay, I guess I'm going to believe you because I guess I just, I want to love you so much. And I want to believe that you wouldn't be that person more than anything. And, and praying on that, that idea of there's just always more to give. There's always, you're always, whether it's patience or, or time or forgiveness or, or whatever it is um, until eventually just runs out. Yeah. And then when it runs out, it's like, now I'm now I'm done, right. yeah, like like as someone that is, you know, I, I think a, a fairly patient person. Like when it's over, I I was just like, for I'm I'm so done with this, like so hard. It's like a
2: rock bottom thing, like for an addiction yeah. or something. It's like you know, people other people can tell you things seem out of whack or whatever, but you have to get to the point where you actually are broken or something, like I you know, to. And I think the craziest part is that it, it's like, it. The weirdest part is in these situations like that. It's like the person that keeps doing that also winds up being resentful. Still, uh-huh. you know that uh-huh. part of it is super weird.
1: Yeah. I think I think I know why, Lunsford. Why did you? I mean, did you try to save your your marriage or like? I know when you first were going to get divorced. It only y'all had only been married what a week. When you when the, when first started, like that's the difference between yours and, and Daniels. It had been yeah, so one Daniel week. After a week, meditation. you're like maybe, yeah, <laughs> or You're mostly were just thinking, can I make it a second week?
4: Is get that it? right, or
1: give me some details? <clears throat> the
4: annulment. You got to act quick on a relatively did you, quick. Did on you want to keep your? So did you want to keep your up. marriage
1: for for God? Did you think was that on your mind? Like, uh, don't get divorced. It's wrong.
0: Yeah, I probably had
2: a little bit of that, so that's why it's good I didn't have to sin. We got annulled. Yeah, yeah so the sin was old as well. <laughs> you were never married, any sin, Daniel? Married. Would you, if you looked all the way back, just to frame it, if you could have gotten out of that relationship within a few weeks by get, and getting an annulment from immediate <laughs> train wreck, that would have been, you know, maybe better.
5: Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing: I would say yes to that a, a hundred times out of a hundred. However, um, coming out of that relationship, I've, I've met somebody that I'm super thankful and I feel super blessed to be with. So it's one of those things where I, I do kind of feel like I, I have an appreciation for someone in a way that I wouldn't coming out of the relationship and the experiences that I had. And not that I want to ever go through those experiences or that I would say I want to, but it is just giving me an understanding and an appreciation for, hey, this is what you should want in a partner. Like these are the things that that like is what happiness and joy is about. And if that's what this person has, that's what you need to hold on to and that's what you need to find. So I don't know. I realize that's like a cliche cheesy answer, but it's just
2: Is there yeah. an element where you had to like stand up for yourself in there in a way that like Oh yeah. Because it's people just give themselves away to people that demand that you do that for them. And then people just continually do that until they have enough. I mean, I don't like the word self-esteem, but it's like where you Believe you're worthy enough to be able to set a boundary, I guess.
5: No, that's it. I mean, it's it was a hundred percent. My self worth and my value was so low when I thought about it in perspective with her and in my relationship, where it's like nothing I could do was right, it didn't make a difference. What it no matter how hard I tried, like it it never was going to change anything. Um, and being able to say, I am worth more than this, I. I am going to give myself value in a way that I haven't been doing. And that's so hard. It's like such an easy sentence to say, but it's such a hard thing in your brain to be able to turn on. Cause I can love other people and that part's easy, but being able to feel like I am worth being loved is totally different. And so I remember a a moment when that happened, um, and I was that was just it. I was done. And uh that started her moving out. She moved like I said, moved out September 2019. And I think of all these things, I I was telling Toby, um at the end of the divorce process, it was like two, I guess almost two and a half years. And it was so frustrating because there was no reason for it to be that long. Um, we went through a whole mediation process. Mediators like, do you want to do, you know, I think this is what is fair. You know, Daniel gives this, she gives this, Daniel does this. Do you agree? And we were like, yeah, we agree. And my ex's attorney uh, said, no, we don't agree. And and we were like, all right, well, what, what do you want? If you don't agree with what the mediator says, uh, which is what we do before you go to the judge, and they were like, "Well, we just want m- more than that," and it's like, "All right, well, <laughs> it feels like a <laughs> just more. Well, you it's
2: know. not like,
5: well, What am what like? How, how, how am I, What are you supposed to do to that? Like, how do you right. respond to that? And it's like, yeah, you're just saying I do, I'm not going to give you a number. We're just going to keep asking you to keep, like. You've got to just give in and basically, you know, it get it got to the point. Long story short." got to the point where we were about to go to trial and we came to an agreement the day before trial um, for what the payout would be and how much she would get and all of these things for everything. And it was cheaper to do that than for us to actually go to trial. Cause by the time that I went to trial with how much my lawyer would cost to go to trial and everything, it's just, it would have been ridiculous. Right. Um, so I talked to Toby about being petty um, and I would also love to know if, what you guys think, but a part of my, go ahead, Aaron. No, 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 no big deal. I want to get a beer to hear this. No, I understand. <laughs>
1: we haven't seen each hey, other in four years, but you Daniel, try. you're our guest. I want to go ahead and apologize for lunch yeah, with, yeah, All right, or his actions yeah. and what he I, would do. No, hold on, what are we, I, big, supr- <laughs> big surprise. Senior, do- hey? do- do- Dr. Nollman over there gets up months hey. away during the most important <laughs> part on. of the,
2: why don't you bring hold two on. like I do? Yeah. Everybody I knows you I, bring I, two. I, had, I brought two when I sat <laughs> right down. I, I knew it was going to be like, you know, the, real conversation so asshole. Then, thought, shit, Hold this. I thought
0: the podcast was like we're hanging on the bus. Like you can get up, go to the cooler, get a beer on the bus. Uh, read the room. Read the room. Read
5: the room.
3: We need need
0: to do better. better.
3: (laughs) We need to start issuing a formal pre apology for Lunsford before every podcast.
2: Yeah, Uh, it's, it's permanently issued. A guaranteed Jesus apology Christ. for me. Like I'll never. I'm not here to apologize for myself, but I'll apologize for him anytime. Oh, anybody I, needs I, an apology. God in heaven. I okay.
3: got to. All be, right. Me, all right. I'm now, embarrassed for you, Daniel. Forgive. Daniel. Daniel wants oh. me to have a beer. He wants me to have this beer. That's, I know that's
5: accurate. For the record, Aaron, I love you very, very much. I, I just totally okay. But if you do it again, I probably won't come back. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> um. So we go through this, and we have this. Agreement set up now where great we can get divorced, and as a part of that, I've got to do this within 30 days, I've got to do this within 60 days, I've got to do this within 90 days. And I got to tell you guys, it's really demoralizing isn't necessarily the right word for it, but it is so like emotionally. Mm. Frustrating to have to give things to somebody that is like obviously in the wrong Um, or like I was with a, a partner that was super abusive and did a ton of things this entire time. A lot of infidelity, a lot of things that like it's I tried so hard and I know there are a lot of people that do this, but like you get to the end of it and it's like, wow, I have to give this person so much stuff just because I decided that I, rather than other people, Lunsford in particular, was going to stick it out. <laughs> and, and so because I decided to stick it out and I put in the effort and I was like, no, I want to try to make this work. I got like, I screwed myself in the end because of that. Because that meant I was with someone for seven years rather than being with someone for two years when I should have left after two. But it's like, no, I'm trying to do the right thing. No, I have this pressure, this internal pressure for myself where like not only as a as somebody that grew up in the church, like that's not what you do. You try to work through that. But I also very much as a part of this relationship. She had alienated so many people in her life that I felt like I was the only one that she had left. And so if I left, she would have nobody. And so it's almost like it didn't make a difference how much abuse you know there was or how much she would say right. things or how much it's like I can't I can't leave you because if I leave you I'm abandoning you and I feel guilty for that because she knows that, like that giving personality that I don't want to let somebody go through that if I can help you or if I can if I can you know stop you from feeling that pain and so um, like that part sucks when you get to the end of a divorce and it's like I did all the things that I felt like I was supposed to do And now, here are all these things that I have to give up as a part of it. Um, Right.
1: So, within that, that, that's just fire on the flame, too, because you wanted to save your marriage. You were doing everything you could to save it, even though you shouldn't maybe have been. Uh, You know, you were doing everything you can. And then when you finally go, okay, I'm done. Oh, now I have to do a lot to make it end. Yes. You know what I mean? Like even to get out of this, I have to do all this extra stuff. And that just that sounds so exhausting.
5: Tens of and, thousands and of dollars purple. just in lawyers fees for no reason whatsoever. Just because like most most people, when it's just two people can come to an agreement. Here's what I get. Here's what you get. Cool. Yeah. It's not that difficult. It really isn't. Um, but, you know, it was a it was a real very spiteful thing. So we got divorced. January 26th was the official date. It was a Wednesday. And one of the things that I had to do as a part of my uh, divorce was I had to pay my ex's lawyer five grand uh, because she had basically hadn't paid her lawyer as for all of her fees. So rather than give her that money as a part of the divorce, it's just going to go straight to her lawyer so that her lawyer's fees are paid, um, which is like I don't want to say insult to injury because the the lawyer cost me so much money with the way that she lawyered and and tried to push things out. But it's like the last thing I want to do is just give this person five thousand dollars. Right. So I remember I got paid on a Wednesday. I went to the bank. I pulled out three thousand uh, dollars. My. Girlfriend Rosie pulled out two thousand dollars. We set a bunch of money aside to be able to do this, and so like we shared it. She gave me her her part. I called and I said, "Hey, is um, you know, my ex's lawyer in?" And the assistant was like, "Yeah, she's here. She's you know in and out running cases and and whatnot, but she's in the office today." I said, "Okay, I'm just gonna stop by. I have, I have a five thousand dollar payment to make to you guys." And she was like, "Oh yeah, okay. We know who you are. That sounds good." So I drive over. <clears throat> I it's about 1.30, I think, when I get there. And I walk in the office and I said, hey, my name is Daniel. Um, I'm here to make the $5,000 payment for the, the doc divorce. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay, let me just get my my receipt book. And she got a receipt book. Um, and as she was walking around, I took the backpack that I had on and I set it down. I said, I'm going to be paying in ones. Is that all right with you?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and I grabbed a brick a brick of ones out of my hand that was rubber banded together and stacked with individual slots of one hundreds so that they were all, you know, it was like seven, $100, you know, bundles. And I pulled the rubber band off and I took the paper tab and I ripped it off and I put the first one down on the counter. And then I took the second tab and I pulled it off and I put it down on the counter. And I said, you guys are going to obviously have to count this. It's okay. I I don't mind waiting. And then I took the third one off and I set it down and they were like, uh, sir, do you mind? Hold on. Do you mind waiting for just a, a second? How um, can you get do you mind going and getting bigger bills? And there were there were two um, there were two people there. They were both quite frantic as they were saying these things bet. in part because this office is like a shared space. And so it's like this is this little atrium. And there's her, this little lawyer's office here, but then there's also these like six other offices around the rest of the area. So we're in this area that everybody, when you walk in, sees, I'm not just in like this one lawyer's office, everyone for this building sees me as I walk in and I'm doing this like right in front of, in front of them. And so um, she said, do you mind, do you mind uh, stopping? Do you mind going and getting bigger bills? And I, I stopped and I looked at her and I said, I, I just spent all morning getting ones. Why would I go get bigger bills? (laughs) (laughs) And then I ripped the next tab off and I set it down (laughs) and my ex's lawyer came out and she said, "Uh, you can't, you can't do this here. You can't, you you have to stop. You have to stop. You can't do this here. And I said, okay, where, where would you like me to, where, where can I set this money out for you to be able to have? And she's like, "Uh, uh, in the conference, in this conference room that was right here off the, where we were at. And I said, all right. So I grabbed up all the the ones that were now unbundled, just loose ones. And I just stacked them all together. And I was trying to hold them in my hand. And I put the backpack over my shoulder. And uh, the older assistant that was there was like, sir, you really, you really don't have to do this. So I don't really care. (laughs) <laughs> but I appreciate your concern and I feel really bad for you in this situation and I would like to apologize in advance. And so I walk in oh, because in all honesty like <laughs> this person definitely just caught some strays in the situation. I do feel bad. I just want to say that up front. Uh, hey,
0: she's <laughs> in the game. That's what well, that's part of. The game. It.
1: She's in the game. She she signed so, up for it.
5: So I go in the room and I just keep on bundling <laughs> all these ones over and over and over until there's $5,000 worth of ones now unbundled, all previously bundled and accounted for now unbundled and unaccounted for on the table. And I said um, to the two workers that were there, I was like, obviously you guys are going to have to count this, like I said earlier. So, um, my How after- long did that take? My afternoon's clear. Well, my <laughs> afternoon's clear, so go ahead. And I just sat down and I looked up at, I just started playing on my phone, but I saw the court of my eye. I was watching them. I was trying. And like, they did this, like look back and forth to each other. Like, is this, so this really, we're really, this is really going to do this. This has to happen. And they both just like grabbed a stack of ones and they walked <laughs> over to a spot and started to slowly count them out. <laughs> and so <clears throat> we're getting through it. One. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: Two, honestly three. Aaron, it oh, was
1: 5000
5: 5, of them
1: and the that problem so is so funny if you'd have gone 16 18 49 22
5: the problem is and this is one of the things they should have known when you try and count in stacks of 100 that's too much you need to count in stacks of 10 do 10 stacks of 10 doing one All stack right. of 100 you're definitely going to lose count especially when it's a bunch of Crappy hundred dollar bills. I learned that just being out on tour, right? Right. Hey, what do I know? Right. Yep. So <clears throat> they get through probably two or three of them, um, and there's a, a younger assistant that I know for a fact worked on my divorce case, and she's going through a little bit faster than the older woman that was there. She's probably in her in her fourth or fifth hundred dollar area, four hundred dollars, and she loses count halfway through, and she goes, Ugh. and she has this really big sigh. That's just like obvious frustration. And I said, I know, right? <laughs> it sucks to know that someone's purposefully wasting your time like you did to me for two straight years.
4: And she looked at me and she
5: said, you can get out of this room right now. And you can go wait outside. And I got up, and I walked out of the room. And I came back and I turned immediately turned around and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in the same room that the money that I have is in until you guys give me a receipt, just because I feel like it's the right thing to do. So I'm just going to sit here and I'll just be quiet. But she was <laughs> seething in anger at this point. So she gets done, finally counting out whatever that was, whatever, how many hundreds of dollars that is. Walks in the back and my ex's lawyer walks into the back room with her and I hear uh, them going back and forth with each other. And, I, and she says, why don't you just take a break? Why don't you just take a break? And I think they think that they're whispering or being quieter than what they are, but they're not being quiet at all. Um, Or their office is just really easy to hear through. And so I heard them call the, the other woman. They were like, hey, hey. And they called her name over and they said, hey, come take a break. Just take a break. Don't worry about it. And so I picked up my backpack and I walked out into the lobby and I was like, hey, guys. I also don't mind taking a break. I'll tell you what, I'll take all the money that is unaccounted uh, <laughs> for right now. I'll put it back in my bag. You can give me a receipt for the money that you have already counted. And then, what time do you want to You want to do like a half hour? How long do you guys want for lunch? <laughs> what do you want to do? God, <laughs> oh, they had to hate you. Man. My, ex, they hate my you ex's guys. lawyer like just like looked at me with this fury. And she, she like scoffed at me, and I said, "I don't understand what the problem is. I am just making my one-time cash payment of five thousand dollars per hour agreement. I'm literally this. I don't know why I this literally brought so five difficult. thousand dollars <laughs> exactly what you do thousand dollars
2: me to do. and I'm giving it to you now.
5: <laughs> you have it. <laughs> and so she storms off back into her office. And the older woman that was there was like sort of not sure what to do. And so she just turns around and goes back into the conference room. And I guess we're not going to take a break after all. So we all go back into the conference room <laughs> and nobody takes a break. <laughs> so I sit back down, they keep counting. They're going through, a you know, a, as many as they can, as quickly as they can trying to separate them on the table. It gets to a point where they run out of room on that, on the conference room that they have, and they've got to move it into their back little area. Um, And so they start moving stuff back there. And this is about probably three o'clock now. And it's, so it's been an hour and a half at this point that they have been counting there. And there's been between two and three people actively counting uh, ones this entire time. And so they're getting through to the very end. There's just stacks and piles of ones, you know, all lined up behind this counter. And the older woman is starting to get frantic because she sees the other one is is the other woman is done and she's like i think we're going to be short i think we're going to be short and we she gets <laughs> through and and she gets her last pile uh and she has it in her hand she's like yeah we're going to be short and she goes through and she counts and she only has 18 dollars out of that last pile rather than 100 and i said well i don't know I don't really know what to say. I started today with $5,000 from the bank. And the only place I've been is this office. So I'll just sit down and we can count it again. Is that what you guys like? How do you want to do this? And so she, at that point you just see like all of, it's not just like the emotion, but just like the effort and energy just drains out of her. She's just, she's furious, but there's just like nothing left. She's like, I can't believe I just spent 90 minutes counting all this and I'm going to have to do it again. And so she grabs a pile and she just starts going through them real vigorously and fast and mean. The other assistant walks in the back and my ex's lawyer walks in the back with her and they start talking back and forth. They try to call this older woman back there and she's like, just a second, I'm counting. My ex's lawyer said, get the F back here. And she threw the (laughs) <laughs> the, the ones down and they splashed on the table in front of her. And I heard her say, where are we, what, where are we at? What's, what are you doing? What's going on? And she said, well, we're, it's, we're $18, $18 is. And my ex-lawyer said, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. What she was going to say is there's only $18 of that final 100. They were $82 short. They weren't able to find the other 82 of that 100. My ex-lawyer said, I, I don't care. I don't care. Is it close to $5,000? And the woman said, Yes, yes, it is. And she said, Then just write him a receipt. It's not worth it. And the woman (laughs) said, I'm not writing a receipt. And she turned around and walked out of the office. And the younger girl that worked on my case more often than that older woman did, came and wrote me a receipt for the $5,000 that I that I had just paid and came and ripped it out of the receipt book so angrily that like another receipt and a half ripped out with it shoved it in my face and I grabbed it and I got up and I said thank you and I just walked out <laughs> and for my me dog. for me I texted Toby I think I did something petty but I just want to make sure that I were on the same page like I didn't do anything that was illegal or immoral or like anything like that. Like, was it absolutely petty? Like, yes, these people wasted two years of my life and kept me in an abusive relationship for no reason other than they wanted to be able to make more money. I don't feel bad about paying them the way that I did. Right. Uh, So it was definitely petty from that standpoint. But I've just, you know, I wanted to make sure that I was the only one that looked at it from that way. And if you guys need to tell me, Daniel, this is too much. Like, please, now's the time. I don't
3: mind. You can bring it on. I I mean, I respect what you did very much because it took patience.
1: Yeah, dedication.
3: And dedication to really stick that out. I would have just been like, whatever. I I went to five different banks.
5: I went to five different banks to get ones. I couldn't, they, there's, they wouldn't just, there weren't enough for me to go to one bank and get $5,000 worth of ones. So it literally was an hour's worth of driving just to be able to get the ones that I needed after I had gotten the $5,000. That's,
3: That's funny.
1: Um, Man, I, I would have been so nervous walking in that door though. Oh. With my backpack on, I would have been, <laughs> been shaking.
2: Yeah, I do have some questions about your psychological state throughout. Though. Yeah, bring it. Um, I, I'm trying to figure this out because to me, I wouldn't, I don't think I would do that, but I'm curious what were the psychological payoffs that were motivating you in those moments? And was it a payoff? Like it feels like it's a dark satisfaction if you had it. Like it sounds like when you get revenge or you do things, you're supposed to at the end not feel yep. so good or whatever. But I'm curious about, for, I mean, first of all, just the discomfort of it or the time. Like I would get antsy. I just couldn't sit still. There's no way unless I was taking some. D- <laughs> Dark pleasure in every moment, or something. So, what so I'm saying was: there is there a dark pleasure I'm unaware of that I would really enjoy out there that I've never tried before? Dark no pleasure. <laughs> I would Sounds horrible. Yes, uh, I wouldn't call it a dark pleasure.
1: Dark pleasure sounds like a nice porn, like <laughs> <an> enjoyable porn. <laughs> um, here's what I'll say. I
2: like you I had quit- to go through it.
5: I put everything that I possibly could not only into that relationship, but trying to be able to be super fair and equal on the way out of it. And the person that I was with had zero interest in doing that. And it was all about let's just cause as much pain and damage as possible and make it last as long as possible.
2: I'll give you that you're justified. My question is the effort and discomfort that you suffered to carry out the <laughs> Inflicting pain on others Was it worth Like ha, Was it worth it That's why I call it A dark pleasure Because you're doing That effort uh, That I would not want to do But there must be A reward <laughs> Reward to it Like Did it feel good Were you fe- Were you enjoying Each and every slow moment Yes Yes
4: <laughs> yeah. like each no. moment
2: was enjoyable you weren't thinking i have to pull this off because i told myself i would or, i can't back out now oh shit i gotta i'm hungry like I, you know my mind would be all over the place did you nope. ever
3: feel uncomfortable was yeah there any, i mean was when i like, first
2: walked in exactly. when i very first
5: walked in and i had to like figure out the right way to say
2: like all right well here's how i'm paying like let's do this like but that once part, you realized they responded to you at some point where you realized okay, now I'm in command of the situation. Like there was a moment where you realized that you had the power and it was enjoyable from there. (laughs) Which sounds so awful. It's
4: not
5: necessarily about, I wouldn't call it power. Like that's not, uh, from my standpoint, it was the idea that so much of my time and my life and my mental and emotional energy was wasted by these people that had zero interest And my relationship, they just wanted to make money off of it. And so they allowed like my abusive spouse to continue to do that for longer than they should. Right. And from that standpoint. I found this dark pleasure that you're speaking of, Matt, (laughs) in the idea that like, yeah, they wasted two years of my life, so I'm going to waste 90 minutes for two people in this lawyer's office of billable hours. And guess what? In the long grand scheme of things, that's not going to be anything, but that's three hours worth of work that you didn't get done today that you could have spent on things because you know what, like the, every way, the whole way that you went about this, everything that you did, like, is it my job to be able to police the world and tell people you need to do things a certain way? No. But after like being treated the way that I was for so long and I, I think and I try so hard to have decent self awareness. Like, I feel like I'm a good person and I try to do things the right way, and I'm not abrasive up front, I'm not aggressive about a lot of things. So, it's like you just feel like you get taken advantage of where it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. you know what? I just I've reached that point where it, now that we're done and it's really done, all right, then this is this, you know, what would be fun? This would be fun because I'm so far, I've been past this for. So many years now, and I haven't been able to do anything about it because I've been worried that if I say something or you do the wrong thing in the middle of your divorce, that it comes out and could potentially hurt you until everything is done. So, like, I just, you know, tried to try to keep as much in as I could. Do you so, think
2: those people should not be able to morally do what they do? Like they, they understand the situation and then purpose. Like you feel that they're actively engaging in the like, well, it does us better if we intentionally cause harm. So obviously we should try to make it harder for Dan. You feel like they're engaging in that on the uh, other end of it.
5: I just think that there is a, a lack of care, right? There's not like this empathy. You're, they're not trying to do it for like any kind of a noble reason. It's just a really good way to make money. Um, as an example, um, we were supposed to have a, a court date on a specific day, and um, I will make up a day so that it's, it's let's say, November 17th is the court date, right? So my ex's lawyer says, hey, I'm going to, um, writes my lawyer, says, hey, I'm going to push for this to be pushed out a couple of days. Do you guys consent for that? My lawyer is like, what do you, you for why? What, for what reason do you, are we going to like change? It's been like a year and a half. We've been waiting for this trial date. Like, I don't want to just push it out for no reason. She writes back, well, I will have gotten back from Maui on November 13th. And my first day in the office isn't until on November 16th. And I'm worried I'll still have a little bit of jet lag. By the time that we go to trial on the 17th. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And once I like once I read that, I was just like, are you like, not only am I dealing with my ex who has no interest in, in trying to settle this because to her, I'm just a bank account at this point. I'm just a way to get money. But now I have this person that has no interest in settling my case. And that's their like, that's their attitude toward it. Like, come on, man! Like, what's? It just feels. It felt so impersonal that, like, I yeah. definitely, it, you know, you yeah, it was just a, it
3: know. was just another day in the office for them. It wasn't like they weren't thinking about, hey, you know, we should probably get this resolved. Yeah, it's been kind of ongoing for a while. They're just thinking, well, crap, Monday, I'm going to be tired yeah. and feeling crap. And it takes they so long. Like
1: uh, when when my car accident and stuff, I was, I mean. I couldn't believe it took like two years. And I was, I mean, that was just hanging over my head for so long. Like that's the thing too. Like it's just hanging over your head. When will it end? What you Mm. know, yeah, you know, it just needs yeah. to end at a certain point. You just want it to end. So I, I love it that that last little bit of yet yeah, the last little bit of energy you had from that marriage, <laughs> you used
4: it, it and got it all, all right there. That's, yeah. that's how it
1: that's how it felt.
5: It was like, this is going to be it. It's like this is the this is the end. I, if I if this is the end of my book, right? The yeah. end of my book is this part of my life. This is how I'm going to write the ending because I have not been in control up until this point. And I'm gonna choose how I wanna write my own ending finally. Because I so it's
2: not just a dark pleasure, it's a tale of empowerment. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes. I like <laughs>
1: it. Dark pleasure. And now that now that, that what do you just uh just uh shits and giggles. What's your new dark pleasure?
2: Yeah, you, know, had
4: that, you, you had that one. Yeah, <laughs> what
1: what's your next what's your next dark pleasure? <laughs>
2: That, that really got you you really going. What's yeah, what's your next one?
1: Well no, I think that was See,
3: <laughs> see it was... I think Daniel again, I think that's very very into some in some ways I think that would be considered very respectable because most people who have this kind of pent up aggression or the, they they felt like a a doormat for years and years and years and they just like they don't have a way to get it out, and they feel, you know... I've, maybe I've up. even felt that way before. Like, I'm maybe overly nice, or I'm overly... You know, there's times where I have felt that way maybe in the past. This is and starting try- to sound like a confession, Devin. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, just... just
1: Go <laughs> no ahead, guy, It's I like, maybe even it. somebody like me, who's just <laughs> tired of the fucking <laughs> bullshit every Tell fucking day. Tell us more, about your. But, uh, but about Daniel, uh, back to uh, the question...
3: Was- <laughs> But it made you me had think of yours like, really
2: well. Let me tell you about what I, I mean.
3: Did. But, but for real, like it made me think of like the movie Falling Down or something to where I mean, seriously, there are people who would take it inside as long as they can and then they just explode on yeah. somebody that has nothing really to do with anything. Yeah. It's a random person in a random location with no association at all. And they just whatever, they either beat the hell out of somebody or they, you know, shoot or whatever. But Daniel was very methodical, and he had a, he yep. had the plan, and he did yeah, it to the person it all he felt like the
2: people
1: that did yeah, deserve it that
3: actually deserved a little bit, or something. And it wasn't yep.
1: anything hurtful; they just had to do work. Yes. Which he paid for. Yes. Do you he think that for them raised their that.
2: awareness of, like, like maybe we should be kinder to these people? Or they think, fuck these people. Maybe.
4: <laughs> like, the next, gonna, person go hard on the
2: next person, they're going to wake them up in the middle of the night. <laughs> the,
1: the, the divorce they worked after Daniels, I feel so bad for those people. Oh, my God. That's right. They got to go after these
2: husbands. Like, you don't know and believe it <laughs> oh. from now on. You made it worse for the next Why guy. <laughs>
3: that's a good story though that's a good story
2: or maybe they became compassionate and learned their lesson
5: (laughs) it was it was very definitely a petty revenge it was it was just it was that's definitely what it was but you're right Devin. that's how i think about it like i held it together for so long that like this is if this is how i can get out and this is what i can like i'm gonna do it then all right like let's Let's have some fun with it. It sort of felt like a movie. Like I felt like I was walk- when I grabbed the receipt and I was walking out. It was like the final shot of like a movie, and then the credits what was were going to roll behind me. What was the song?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Probably "Money for Nothing" and "Chicks for Free" by yeah, Dire Straits. I think.
4: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah something badass. Well, you know, and yeah. rock,
1: I would
3: say I would say that Daniel maybe handled it better than Will Smith. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I mean. Ooh possibly Devin, right
1: Devin hold that thought because I want to <laughs> talk about Will Smith I want to talk about Will Smith I want to talk about uh I want to talk about TikTok if we got time and then we have Daniel on here it'd be great just to talk a little sports at the yeah. end people at the very end they can they can get out get the hell out but if we could talk a little sports I'd love that but uh let us pay some bills real quick uh if you like this episode we even do two more bonus episodes on Monday and Friday uh and as of right now you can tell we're doing this is the big show and then we do uh Bad Christian podcast as well, which is uh, more on the Christian side and with interviews and stuff like that. Um, also, in addition to the two bonus episodes, when you go to thebcclub.com, one of the best perks of all is you get your name read on the podcast. New members get their uh, – recent clubbers get their name read. And since Devin brought it up, guess what? We're, th- we uh, Oftentimes people are sending in their nicknames. You know what they sent in this time? What's this time? Their favorite – Will Smith movie And y'all have to guess it Or And a bonus Some of them sent in Their favorite Jada movie Oh Jada Pinkett Smith Okay So I'm gonna read the first one We got We got Sam Leslie What do you think Sam's movie Favorite And his favorite Was a Will Smith movie Which one do you think it is Men Men in Black 3
3: What? No. Oh, no. you the same one? No. Whoa! Wow. What
1: the hell was that? That's that was connection,
2: weird. my friend. Oh, That's, That's what happens when wow. you listen. That's what happens when you God. listen to somebody for an hour, pour their heart out, and you in tune with them. Yes. Yes. You get yes. on the same wavelength with somebody, yes. and then bingo. Yeah. Good God. I'm going to
3: say, uh, wait, sorry, I forgot. What's, what's the movie where he's like the bad superhero guy? Oh, Hancock. Hancock. I'm going to say Hancock
1: y'all are Luncer you got a guess uh, I'll say Pursuit of Happiness
3: <laughs> all wrong Hitch
4: oh <laughs> Hitch is a good okay. one
1: Hitch right. you know what I'm talking about alright yep. up next we got uh, Gerald Black Jada Pinkett Smith movie what, what is his favorite what's Gerald's favorite Jada Pinkett Smith movie
3: Nutty Professor Nutty Professor
1: <laughs> oh nailed it shit.
2: nailed it <laughs>
1: yeah y'all nailed it it's nutty performance. Well, she
2: doesn't have, I don't know that yeah, many. Oh, no many I think oh of really? Matrix, well, part well three guess what?
1: Tristan Noah Wilson also picked Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. Name another. Major oh, 2, oh, or, three or, two, or, three like two or 3 or something. like that. or something like that. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right. We got Joy, Joy Spears uh, has a Will Smith movie. Joy Spears. Will Smith movie? What is could it, it? Be is it one of the ones that we've already guessed? Can you? Can nope, you tell us. No, nope, it's not. It's not Independence Day. Guess.
3: Independence Day.
1: Good answer, Devin. No. Okay.
3: Who else? So Anybody going?
1: Wild nope. Wild West. <laughs> oh, nailed it! One. Nailed it! You yes. nailed it, and. This is what's interesting about that movie, by the way. That I don't think most people know this, but I watched it and I swore in my memory after I watched it that this was true. And then years later, I thought the movie was was uh, is at somebody's house or a green room we were in. I put it in, and it is true. I promise you. In that movie, right near the beginning, Will Smith, I think he's sleeping with a prostitute or somebody's wife or something. And he jumps out naked out of a window, and lands into a pool of uh, like a water tank or something like that, horse trough. He stands up. When he stands up, you can see his balls. I promise you. I promise you. It's just the. It's just like a quick shot. But if you stop it, if you can get the DVD. Oh, I guess you can stop it now. You have to be maybe faster. The DVD. I feel like you had a little bit more tactile. You know what I mean? You could touch it. You can, it and, you can and pause, pause it better it. on the DVD then, than yeah. YouTube. Then my then my clicker then my my remote. I think on the on the machine, a DVD player, you got that tactile. You know what I'm talking about? That tactile, and you yeah. can hit that button, and it goes On the, and you on you the frame machine, by frame by frame. But dedicated pause button for now, the frame by So I was able frame. to pause yeah. it right on the ball. So now I'm worried people, can't, you know, they're on YouTubes and they can't even pause it. But you can maybe drag it so you can see it, but his balls are in that one. Just in t- I mean, unless <laughs> yeah. they were fake balls, they might not be his actual balls. But, I mean, there's a sack there, which I thought was really <laughs> strange that, that, that you could see that. No one ever talked about it. All right, lastly, we got Rebecca Snyder. And she also has a Will Smith movie. Which one do you think it is? The
2: one where he gets a concussion.
1: That's called oh, concussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody I else? Seen it. Uh, I Am Legend. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, I love I Am Legend. I That's love good. I Am Legend. It's not, it's not that one. It's not that one. It's not Bad Boys 1 or 2. Uh, bad Boys. iRobot? Uh, it's not iRobot. It's not Aladdin. You remember Aladdin. that one? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not Shark Tales that he did, you know? It is, and I love this movie. Ali? No, it's not Ali. It's Focus. Do you ever see that movie? No. I think I did. So, oh my god! Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, a, I did. a grifter and he uh, a con man, and he meets mm. up with I think it's Margot Robbie. It's so good. It's so good.
4: I've seen that. Anyway. Ooh. Like all right, that. Girl, sorry that, that took longer Need to call, but,
1: but I'm glad everybody sent in their movies and I didn't pick them. I'm glad mm-hmm. that they sent in their movies next week. Maybe other people send in other movies, but uh, we'll be putting tickets on sale next week for our upcoming songs and stories shows. Our songs and Stories shows are me, Devin, and Matt, acoustic, piano, intimate, probably somebody's living room or a small coffee shop. It's small. <laughs> that we were talking about it with Daniel earlier. That's coming out really soon, and I guess that'll be on emrymusic.com. Where you can find tickets for that. Uh, we're going to be in Midwest at the end of April. And that's most likely sh- like Chicago, uh, Detroit, Maybe like Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids Detroit. Indianapolis. Those folks are going to be coming <laughs> for you uh, very soon. Uh, and then we'll don't be you like how we announce the of stuff? It's
2: like where we might come. Where we're probably going to be.
1: <laughs>
4: like, you know how other people Just announce go buy tickets. Go buy tickets. Announce, like we're playing we at place at a, well, <laughs> at a time. This is not the well, official
3: announcement. This, you is, know, the this is the free. <laughs> we're here to tell you where loop, we loop might, be
2: sm- might be in the near future. <laughs> we might be there,
1: so don't you want to be prepared with the ticket. In case we do, we're not committing, but we could. And then get 10% off at MarriageSupply.com with code B-C-P-O-D. Man, we got a lot of a lot of good stuff. We got, we got some new sex games that are flying off the shelves. They're just flying off the shelves. I, I, don't <laughs> order the sex games because, I mean, you might, you'll get the last one from me. I have to make a new order from our distributor, whatever you call those people. So 10% off MarriageSupply.com with code B-C-P-O-D. All right. Good. Y'all want to talk about Will Smith, or do you want to talk about TikTok? I'll let Devin decide.
3: Well, we have to talk a little bit about it, right? Is that which one? The uh, yeah,
1: to? but which one you want to talk about first? Oh, I guess Will Smith. All right. I found out with Will Smith. <laughs> uh, I fell asleep on the couch for a long time. Like everybody went to bed at like seven thirty at my house. My wife too. <laughs> right? Seven forty-five. I was on that couch sound asleep. I wake up. It's one thirty a.m. And I'm so deep asleep, and it's that thing where I had to pull myself out of it whatever, and I just do the real super slow look at my phone. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you have, like, the one squint eye. You look at your phone, and I saw the Will Smith thing. Y'all, y'all texted about it, and I was like, what the hell are they talking about? And then I watched it, and it really bothered me. Like, I couldn't go back to sleep after that. And that was such a weird thing. I think it's because I'm kind of like uh, empath or whatever. Like, I felt so awful for Will Smith, <laughs> now I should feel bad for for Chris Rock, which I do. I thought Chris Rock couldn't have almost handled it better. Like it, yeah, it, you know really, what I mean? Yeah. Like that I, was I mean, big time. he took it and he didn't press charges or anything. Just I mean, it was just it was crazy. And I, I mean, I don't know. I it, I think it wasn't as intentional as everybody thought, but maybe even if it was, it was a bad joke. So anyway, but I just felt like for Will Smith in that moment because he's getting ready to win an Oscar, his first Oscar for Best Actor. He's getting ready to win it. And then, just whatever. It was more than just that. That that joke. I think he wanted to defend his yeah, wife. Yeah, it was more. It, it felt so much more like. I felt like he felt. Man, I've been shit on. You know, there's a bunch of stuff going on with his marriage. It has gone. They have an open relationship and all that stuff. And I think more than that, the weirdest thing about the open marriage thing is everybody just acts like she has sex with other people. They don't like. <laughs> you don't think right. Will Smith?
4: It <laughs> was maybe into
1: the idea of the open marriage. Like they, everybody almost feels bad for him. I'm like he just and i felt like even when their response and all of it it was more almost like she brought that shit her secret shit into the public light like she kind of screwed up that way like not that he cared he didn't I don't, it wasn't even like he felt like it sounded to me like she was <laughs> cheating on him or anything it was just more like he was just you embarrassed us like keep it private if you're gonna do if you're yeah. gonna fuck around keep it right, private right. you know don't embarrass us. but i could be off on that but anyway um it just felt that way to me in their explanation but uh I just felt so bad. Cause I just felt like he must feel just bad about himself in some way, and and th- at this moment, he it seems like Chris Rock said that, and he looks over and sees her face, and he's like, something just broke, and he couldn't stop himself. Like yeah. I, I felt like it was just like yeah. like you were saying earlier, y'all two were talking. It really felt like it just there was something under the surface, and it just that joke and her facial expression for being you know upset about it or hurt, or hurt by it or whatever. It cracked the surface, and it all came out. I mean, Will Smith walked onto a stage with millions of people watching and slapped Chris Rock. He slapped <laughs> Chris Rock. it's an
2: astonishing thing. <laughs> he sla- it's an astonishing he, act. He, it, 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 I mean,
1: and you know what really made me feel weird is when he did the speech <clears throat> yeah. and he was crying, that's exactly the crying he did when Carlton got shot. To Uncle Phil I promise you Go watch that episode I promise you He's going Uncle Phil I'm not crying You know like, I was like Oh my gosh I can't I mean he's such a good actor That I didn't know I was like Is he really crying I mean is he like Is he underneath all that Totally like Man gosh look, I can't believe
3: it. You know He's no like totally way. fine No 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 you It's think he was, real it's You think real. he was
1: really crying It's all real I mean, Maybe he was it's really all, crying But I'm he's, he's such a good actor That I couldn't tell
2: yeah, but his reality bends. but he's, he's capable of it.
1: Completely oh, capable. capable. Now, I in yeah, fact if he did, if he was if he was acting right then, he is unbelievably brilliant. I mean, what a what a show to put on in that moment because what's really crazy too is a couple hours later they have a video he's singing and getting jiggy with it, partying, holding his Oscar and dancing like he's I mean, just going off. I was like, "Man, it just I think he just I think he
3: just felt I think he probably felt really embarrassed. In that moment, I yeah. think he probably felt really embarrassed. Like, shit, what did I actually do? Right. Um, but he didn't apologize. I don't think he wanted to apologize to Chris Rock. Yeah. I think he wanted to apologize to the environment and say, you know, what I, I was out of line. But I mean, come on, you know, right. it, it felt it felt real to me. And he was just, it felt like, man, damn it, I knew I was gonna I was gonna win this, and now I did that, and I really screwed up this night. Right. But yeah, it was strange. I mean. It, there's people on both sides. I mean, it was a dumb thing to do. Chris rock didn't, maybe didn't know about her condition or whatever. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't know. There's people who say certain things. i both of them were out of line a little bit. Will Smith more than Chris rock. Obviously Chris rock yeah. acted really good in the situation, but yeah, I'm with you, Toby. It made me feel weird and I felt bad. Right. And, and it was strange, but of course, Denzel's right there. with the, yeah. the best, you know, thing you could ever say to somebody you know, know just like just the wisdom of denzel i mean he just he
1: just handled it that's what uh he he said will smith said he said uh in your highest moment the devil will come for you and that is exactly what happened i don't care if you believe in the devil or the physical devil or not in that moment of of one of the greatest achievements you can have if not the most for an actor
2: oh what, yeah it's that, crazy. That,
1: you would do something that would completely overshadow. It, and anytime you talk about his o- Oscar, that will always be linked to it now. It's not, oh my oh, gosh, Will Smith finally deserved it. Now it's like this link to it forever.
2: Look, I look at it all as this really sad situation because it's like, I mean, my view is probably way different on acting and everything. But first of all, to know you're in that Oscar contention, you know, you're sitting in the front freaking row of the Oscar, right. like to be in that situation, you're not in your normal. State of, right. You're not in your normal state anyway. It's like a very heightened, insane state. Probably to be on that red carpet on that. night. you know what I mean. Like you're right. in some out of your element anyway, and then it somehow just exposed like something so deep in him or whatever. It's like way childlike. It's like you just see kids when you tell them not to hit, but they just can't help. It's, right. They can't help it. Like so for whatever way that he his personal configuration is. That's deep. Like he, that got him on the level where he's going to act like a kid. Right. And he probably has some issues. I mean, and these, these also celebrities aren't even real people because they are lost. <laughs> There's that whole part too where right. it doesn't seem as outrageous to him to do what he did as it would to you because he is Will Smith all the time. Right. Like his right. level, like it's not like your he's not living a normal life anyway, so he's not that calibrated to, you know what I mean? So it's like you get him at his most possibly immature on the weird in the weirdest environment when he's lost tether with reality, which that's what I'm saying about actors. Yeah. My look on that is like when he was crying on that Fresh Prince episode he was probably not faking that either. that is is the way I look at actors. They're just they do weird stuff with reality, but they probably he was probably feeling pretty bad at that moment. He was doing that acting thing he was doing, like he was tapping into something and right, r- right, right, doing right. that. That's why I think like it's weird with actors that they can do look, that. I found that scene. Listen, but but they distort reality and then they're <laughs> like, how do they know what's real and what's not? Like,
1: so- <laughs> I forgot it will get shot, Carlton, and then remember yeah, Carlton gets, gets a gun, then, and that's when oh yeah, Carlton yeah. gets the gun. Carlton gets the gun. See, I don't know if you can see it. Dang it! Can you see him? We, before? I'll recognize
3: <laughs> it when I hear. Just play it. I'll, I'll recognize it.
1: He's, start, he's starting to cry. Oh, it's not. There's no audio shit. Uh-oh. But I think I'm thinking of the one too where he cries to Uncle Phil.
2: The one that's when his the one dad his leaves, dad leaves. Mm-hmm. yeah, without telling them. Like that's his dad the thinking gets, where, argues Uncle Phil, yeah. and he's yeah, supposed to that's go. What r- I'm r- r- he's supposed to go riding with his dad in his truck all summer, or whatever his dad right. bails, and then Uncle yeah. Phil's standing there. And,
1: and man, man he, he starts that crying. Moment. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's I mean, one of it, the, so you're saying that it's all it is real to him in that moment, like it's, yes, it's that's, that's why character it's in acting. the show. Yeah.
2: that's how it got written that way. I mean, yeah. like he, like that, the Fresh Prince of Bel. I mean, yeah. you, just like the joke. I'm not. It's just the jokes they're making. Is like, oh, that's like the plot of Fresh Prince. Right. That's his life. That's how. He, that's how you can write real stuff. You tap into the real stuff. That's what that show and,
3: did. And that's that's why real. That moment is one of the most memorable. It's real. Emotional moments from all of our, you know, right. young, like child, teenage yeah, years. because it, it is it's real. so memorable. Every, and real. I mean,
2: the experience actors aren't and politicians aren't these people who like go do these things and then turn around and act some totally other way when the camera turns off. They're real. <laughs> they think right. it's real. Their and absurdity they, that they live, they think all right, it's hold on, real. I got to this Fresh episode.
1: Real. Listen and see if you can hear it. He never even sent me a damn call. Yeah. That's yeah. the I need him then, and I don't need him now. Well, nah, you know what, Uncle Phil. I'ma get through college without him. I'ma get a great job without him. I'ma marry me a beautiful
4: honey, and I'm having a whole bunch of kids. I'll be a better father than he ever was, and I sure as hell don't need him for cuz ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids.
2: God dog. Same <laughs> energy, right? I mean, it's the same. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it's your
0: name out, same my energy. wife's name out, your fucking mouth.
2: I know. I mean,
1: his yeah, face, thing. his face was. I was like, oh, that. His face when he was saying that. I mean, it just. Daniel,
3: what do you think about it?
1: You know, I felt
5: like he laughed, turned and looked at his partner felt like he wasn't supposed to laugh or shouldn't have laughed. And then it was like this switch went off where it was like so far the opposite direction Yeah, that I'm not like that response was odd to me um, in a way that's like, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know enough about Will's relationship other than like, I know the whole, they're in an open relationship and all the other things that like most people know about celebrities lives. I, I don't know anything more than that. I just can't, I can't imagine that state of mind. Again, I realize, Matt, you're talking about like, they live in a different state of mind because they're not real. But even the idea of like, (laughs) (laughs) even the idea of sharing like my partner, like if you really do decide that like, that's the person that I want to be with and then you're in an open relationship. Like not everybody is, and it's not condemning people that want to be in an open relationship. It's just, that's not what everybody wants. And so if Will Smith isn't one of those guys and is in a spot where it's like, I could see him being in a relationship where he almost feels trapped or he's like, what am I supposed to do here? And that response that he had was just like a, like a breaking point of Ooh. a culmination of so many yeah. things that have built up that it just, unfortunately, like you said, like the, it just happened I right saw, there on I saw the biggest a word
1: stage. today that they call that it's a buildup of anger where you hadn't been able to get your way or you feel disrespected or lesser than, and it's called <laughs> cuck rage. Is cuck, cuck rage, rage is is a thing where I guess like guys who their wives hook up with other guys and us and then makes them the guy the, the cook hold or whatever and then it builds up and there's I guess it's an actual thing where eventually the husbands or whatever do something drastic you know what I mean but I, I, don't, yeah. I don't totally think that's what it is because I feel like he's probably okay with the open marriage because he he can do whatever I, he wants it's not like he's you know he's, I mean he's Will Smith
3: yeah I but don't that, know if he's okay
1: with
4: it.
5: That, that, you, there's that, right, the assumption, but. the assumption that he would be okay with it. Like, what if he is the one that wants to be monogamous and is like, "Hey, I don't want it." This yeah, is not no my thing. you
2: know. It's a it's a unique set of events of pressures that nobody else has ever been right. in that he's in. Like, he's in always in unique spots at all times. Yeah. He's yeah. Such never a in a normal forum, spot. Too. Yeah. Like there's not ever a time in his life where he's living a normal life that he doesn't have such moments.
3: And he's the butt of all the open marriage jokes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's the one. He's the guy who everybody always says, okay, you know his wife sleeps with everybody. Like I sent y'all the clip. Chris Rock made the joke in 2016 at the Oscars about he felt betrayed because he wasn't invited basically to Jada's panties. That was the joke Chris Rock made. About James yeah. Smith. So that is obviously directly connected to them somehow. It has to be, right? Yeah. So, I mean, well, there
1: must be – maybe there's some animosity there or something like that. I'm sure but, there but is.
3: There has to be. It is weird because the whole
1: – everybody's caught off guard because Will Smith is laughing because you're supposed to be laughing because Chris Rock on stage. Uh, you know what I mean? That's just and because then, the moment. I, I yeah, know, that's but, just but the also, moment. what about that's Chris not... Rock goes – if I was have been Chris Rock, I would have thought, funny – Will Smith, cool, awesome. Everybody loves Will Smith. Is coming up here to like give me a fake noogie or something. He, he, you know what I, I mean? So I, he, I have Rock about was what completely they were both thinking. He did not think I'm about yeah. to get hit. He thought we we're about to do a bit together. Maybe he's a little mad, but he didn't think I'm about to get hit. You
2: know yeah, what I mean? He he oh, was leaning yeah. in, like he was. He wasn't sure. And then you can even see in the slow motion that he tried to maybe brace at some point. And some people thought it was fake or whatever. But you act super weird. Have you ever been? Um, got in the accident in front of people and pretend like you didn't get hurt, you know, like that's a yeah, like, yeah. you know how humiliating it is to like get hurt. Like I crashed my bike once <clears throat> going down the steps in front of a bunch of people by the library and acted. I mean, just popped up like nothing happened when everybody was really hurt. You know what I mean? Like you just don't, you want to play it off. So in that moment with all those people looking at you, but, and the tension is there, they almost both like, it's the, one of the weirdest moments of all time. like, there's a physical violence happening and they almost both laugh. Right. They almost are both laughing. Like yeah. there's no like it's a v- yeah. very crazy situation. that yeah. I mean, that that it was captured, but that yeah. was created as a situation that they were aware of. It's like, like the
1: third week of Luncer's marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the but only thing saw- I ever re- relate it to. <laughs>
2: Chris Rock almost looked like like there was a moment where a decision was made in his brain, but there's no way he was making that decision. Does that make sense? Like the right. he got hit, his his body's recoiling, and then is he coming back to tackle or not is happening God. way before you have a verbal conscious thought. Right. Yeah. But you're constrained <laughs> by like that feeling of knowing that you're on in front of everybody is looking at you is so strong that it constrains the most natural thing in the world, which is hit back in the end. Everybody knows when you get hit, you're going to be swinging before you know it. That public pressure interrupted that. And all that's left is for them to kind of both feel weird and laugh and for all of America to be awkward. Like, wow.
1: They'll have to make some kind of public amends. I think, I think, (sighs) I think Will Smith and her, like she has her show. I think it's called the red table. Um, which is pretty popular, maybe she'll have them both on and they'll all talk about it. And I think they have to. I just kind of think they
2: have to do that. Bigger moment kind of than money. Janet Jackson's boob? Way bigger? Not bigger. <sighs> no. Bigger. Not bigger, but more crazy, more intense. What are
3: saying when Kanye which was the bigger said, boob?
2: Is this what you're saying?
3: What about when, what about when Kanye said George Bush Yeah, like it's one people. of those. That was yeah, it's up. at
2: least one of those. Similar. I mean, it's a, that the and the awkwardness of it, is just so, yeah, so huge. Like, most awkward moment of all time, yes or no? No, not most, most awkward, awkward. Collective awkwardness felt by all was what moment trumps it? Uh, Scott's Tots,
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: that one that was so uncomfortable. It really is, but huh, I think that one, well. You know what sucks is they bleeped everything out and cut away. So yeah. live, uh, uh, they said Australia got to hear everything, but America didn't. And but so, in the
2: room, but,
1: oh yeah, in the room for sure. Like you know what, like <laughs>
2: yeah. I would have just been, like what it would but, do to yourself yeah. if you're in that room would have just been yeah, God, like I would have felt that so much. <laughs> I mean yeah, I can't I saw, yeah I would have felt so I mean that's all it is for me is I feel so bad for Chris Rock and Will Smith I, I tell you hey, very, a feelings. very
1: awkward <laughs> one that is so awesome involving baseball is Jim Rome interview where he who oh, it, that one's where amazing. he he interviews the baseball player and he calls it it keeps calling him some name no it's
2: I, G, it's uh, no it's who the, is it the Bill's quarterback no it was Jim Kelly it was not yeah, it's Jim, Jim, Jim Kelly, Kelly. <sighs> it's, Jim it's Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly. And he says, "You call me that again, whatever." Yeah. Jim, I, think it was Kelly? A, I
1: think it was a baseball player, maybe like. But anyway, he calls him. He says, "You call me that one more time," and he really goes, "Whatever." He said, and then he just jumps across the table. And he does and, it. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm probably wrong. This Jim Kelly, but it's what you know. I'm sure you're right. But it's yeah. It's that he he dares him to do it. That was one of the most awkward. I mean,
1: that's weird though. You're right as collectively but shared collectively the Kanye the, moment the, the, is up there yeah that is but that's probably more people just agreeing with him or disagreeing with him
4: you yeah know, but the first awkward. time
2: during katrina where he it's said does not care about yeah. black people that's a weirdest that's a weird moment yeah. that's a, like everybody collectively goes what like that's yeah. what this was it was like what said, and what? everybody was saying it was fake there's no way i mean that's not fake because like that's just too weird fake. yeah like no. that's a weird idea to say a lot yeah. of people jim everett jim i don't everett. know why i was saying I jim Kelly. was calling him did he, did daniel he, did he have you seen
3: any him? awkward moments on live television or anything
5: uh, i mean as far as
3: like associated with espn or
5: i've seen a, I mean. a number of them yeah i yeah. mean what do you mean
3: well stuff, i don't know i just stuff happens all the stuff happens
5: uh uh all the time it really it's just like people mis-talking and saying words by accident and then whether or not like do they react to it or do they not react to it? Does somebody oh,
2: say yeah. something
3: and make a joke oh, about it, or yeah. do you just keep on moving on? So
2: <laughs> press um, conferences get a lot. <laughs> it seems like
3: ESPN. It seems like ESPN is pretty good because they the, ain't the, the what are they called? Not anchor people. What what are your people called? that just talk sportscaster. Sorry. So they but they always make jokes. So they kind of set themselves up mm-hmm. to make mistakes, and they oh, don't yeah. really reflect. He strongly or anything you know no which is good yeah
1: all right yeah do y'all yeah. want to talk about tiktok or you want to get off of here we've been on here a while it's up to y'all i might have to go but y'all
3: can keep going if you want all
1: right let's just wrap it up it's getting late we'll, we'll save tiktok for next time uh daniel okay. this is great man i can't believe you shared Thanks, that man. story with us that's
3: just <laughs> i mean when you told
1: me it text me about it i just couldn't believe it because just the that, like devin said earlier the dedication and the <laughs> fortuitous, impressive every thought I mean, process It just yeah I, that's insane Luncher, what, yeah. what, what, lunch what was improvisation? What was your fu? Did you have an fu in your marriage, like in your annulment or whatever? Did you get any like empowerment moment? Like cut up something? And <laughs>
0: did I have like a white male, yeah. a white male empowerment moment?
2: Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> I got. I got nothing. Uh, well, maybe a little bit when me and Cassie were dating. Uh, the, the ex tried to kind of do a couple things that were kind of you know, like, m- hey, what is, is it still here? Is, oh, is this yeah. still oh an really? Wow,
1: you know, yeah.
0: And so I, I got to shut that down, which was pretty cool. I bet that felt Cause good because I was like living in San Diego, dating a girl five years younger than me.
1: Hell you yeah, you know, just like, <laughs> yeah, what was, her, awesome. what was her, her size? Yeah, it was
4: awesome. <laughs> 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 Yeah,
0: and the ex texted me one night late. Are you happy? And I was like, Yeah, I'm pretty fucking happy.
4: And uh, so you have a
0: moment
2: chambered up there. I will tell
5: you. Can I say really quickly one more story, Toby? And I promise I'll be fast with all of these things if you guys want to go. But like I, one of the things that I did, um, I had like a a handful of things because we shared our finances for the majority of our divorce up until it got to a point where it was just like really obvious that she was not interested in actually like signing paperwork, going through with these things. And so um, I talked to a lawyer for the first time and I said, Hey, she has made like my ex has made certain comments to me about like, she doesn't care if the house goes into foreclosure or I don't care about these things, or I'm going to take all of this from you. And he said, are those, do you have like them in writing? And I said, yeah. I said, can I like, can I use that as a way to, for me to be able to like take money out and like move things away and like set them aside? And he was like, oh yes, absolutely. You should absolutely separate your finances. So the last thing that I, the, literally the last thing that I ever said to my ex was this email that like I wrote out with my girlfriend where it's like, hey, based on these statements and things that you said, and you said this here and this here, I'm taking all of these things in order to protect ourselves and do all of this and i didn't talk to her for like that was the very last conversation that we ever had from that standpoint and i feel like being able to leave it as like the last conversation where it's like all right that's it there's no more not going to be you're not like there's no more thought process there's no more it's just all going to get left behind from that point um i don't know there was something about that's that nice, of like yeah. once that's you're negative. done it's just like done yeah so
3: yeah that's great
1: man i can't wait till mine Stop it! Stop it! I hope not. Is, how how long does an annulment is is there a time frame? Hey, what's that period on the? Could he has I twenty years? I, Can you just, 20 I'm asking for a friend. How long is it I don't annulment? understand.
5: I thought you couldn't do an annulment unless there wasn't un, unless there wasn't penetrative P and V. Am I wrong on that?
0: Was, that has nothing to do. With it. It's mostly about it, it's it's mostly about assets and uh stuff like that like how easy it is to dissolve the marriage so we didn't have any shared bank accounts or own any houses or any kids and you find a judge that's favorable towards that situation and uh yeah take care get it done we're married for a year and a half yeah oh yeah
3: you can put your p anywhere you want vb whatever i mean it's it's all good was that the shortest or the longest year
2: and a half of your life do you have more or less memories from that year and a half yeah. than the average? Ah, the shit, shortest eighteen-month period. <laughs> oh, you got a bad connection. Sorry. Uh,
0: yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I'd say long. It
2: was very long. Felt long. Damn. <laughs>
0: That's the right question. Did I answer the question right?
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah. I said Do oh, you okay. have more or less memories that you retain from this that eighteen-month period. Right. Okay. See the, okay. y'all. <laughs> forget
3: it Aaron <laughs> already <Everybody> hung up <laughs>